Let's get oh, our I recording on. I, li- I like hit my th- I hit my thumb with my the Let, side of my. Let's get recorded <laughs> in here. <laughs> let's get recorded in here. <laughs> let's get recorded in here. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was it's actually the, you know like it, that song originally used the R word. That's the, so but crazy. The first draft. But the first draft is let's get recording in here. Is that <laughs> that's actually what? That's how Fergie got everyone else to the studio. Yeah, it right. used to be just like a little song she'd sing for everybody else. <laughs> and then but. like uh, the other guy, I don't know the other members, like the other black guy. Will I am? Like, wait, you Apple Will I am? It's like wait, you got something here. Like you got this. This is a. Stash. I think you mean William. <laughs> um. <laughs> William and Britney Spears from the hit single "Work Bitch." Okay, so, um, but yeah, like the so the, the first movie is very simple. It's a very simple premise. It's, oh, we're still talking uh, about boss baby, aren't we? Yeah, like like what if your baby, what if your baby brother was a boss? What what if he was like a corporate boss, Alec Baldwin type? I was like, okay, fine, Alec and, Baldwin type. Yeah, and like um like Alec Baldwin, like you do a stunt casting of Alec Baldwin, fine, that makes sense, and yeah. then. Like so, like they kind of resolve the issue in the first movie. Like, oh, we we get along, and it's like about brothers and like two, about older younger brother. That's like mm-hmm. the movie. And then the second movie, I haven't seen it yet, but the second movie, I don't know if you've seen the trailers and stuff like that. Is they're both the older brother and the younger brother are old. Like Boss Baby and Regular Baby are now old, like grown men. And then it's like they they there's like. That's the movie. It's that's where it starts. Is like they like oh. well, we solved the movie in the first movie, and like so I get like so like so for some reason they get turned back into like babies again. And oh like, well, that's uh, a that's cheap. It's stupid. Yeah, <laughs> Boss Baby Benjamin Button. Boss Baby Benjamin Button. Boss Baby. Boss Benjamin Baby Benjamin Button. Button. Boss Benjamin. <laughs> Benjamin. <laughs> oh, that's hard. That is hard. Uh, <laughs> baby b- buggy baby bumpers. I don't know what it is. Um. Okay, Andrew, I like your shirt. Are those birds? Yeah, they're birds. I yeah. like that. Because I bought this shirt to work at Barnes & Noble's like a few years ago. Mm. and um, When you threw a hot coffee on someone or something? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, uh, I Harvey dented them. Um, but yeah, like um, when I... <laughs> Wait for a second. I, I was what? like, what? Wait. Like, oh, never mind, never mind, never mind. It's so fun. It's like one of my like more shameful moments. Yeah. <laughs> we've got them all. It's okay. We've all done it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we've all created super villains. Right. Our, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, um, what's it called? Uh, yeah, I bought that. I, and like every so often, like customers would come up and say, like, like I like your like bird shirt. It makes me happy. Mm. So yeah. Nice. Um, Boss Baby Benjamin Button Bird Shirt <laughs> Barnes <and> Noble. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's say it together. Uh, Boss, Boss Baby, Baby Benjamin, Benjamin Button, Button Bird Shirt Barnes and Noble. Barnes and Noble. <laughs> All right, one more time. One more time fast. Uh, okay. Boss, Boss Baby, Baby Benjamin, Benjamin Bird Shirt Barnes and Noble. <laughs> Betty mumbling by <laughs> Making merry music in the moonlight Martin <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. Try, I'm, on, I'm, <laughs> Can I try it one more time? Boss Baby Benjamin, Benjamin Button, Button Barnes and Noble Burn Benjamin your face off with a cup of coffee, coffee. Mm. <laughs> Click <laughs> Remember that record that you bought me Like two years ago Well I just remember that it's sitting in the closet so I called you up just to tell you I've been leaving.
come over and talk about it. Welcome to I've Been Meaning to Listen to That, the podcast where we go through albums we've been meaning to listen to and use that as a conduit to learn about each other and our guests. And uh, this is very fun. Oh, by the way, I'm Andrew Ambersley. <gasps> I'm Sean Wilkinson. And <gasps> I'm Michael Lamentato, the resident boss baby. That's <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. right. <gasps> goo goo. <laughs> Gaga. Uh, yeah, uh, like, um, by the way, the uh, impetus for a boss baby to like, uh, because like, the movie takes place like 30 years or so after the the original. And the reason it took so long, there's the, like that time gap is because Boss Baby retired from public life and then has decided <laughs> to come back. So Wait, is this true? No, it's like that's that's what Alec Baldwin did. And like he came back. He's just oh. like back. He's just like hanging out. Well, it was because of his wife, Hilaria, Hilaria. <laughs> Consider the source. <laughs> what? <laughs> Famous, <laughs> famous Spanish woman, Hilaria. Oh. Yeah, so his uh, wife, I believe, like, pretended to be uh, South Amer- like, from sub- South America. Basically but she's not? From- yeah, no. she's not. And it's like, it's like so strange. And she would, she would like, pronounce her name, like, Hilaria. <laughs> like, to, like, yeah. It it's is not like, good. It's so strange. That's and it's like... That's a str- this is like a weird, strange lie. I don't know. Whatever. Um, oh no. Alec Baldwin like wrote a whole op-ed about like how I'm retiring from public life. I am not going to be, um, you know, out and about and stuff like that. And then he's like, to then like a few years later, he's like on SNL every single right. week. He's like hanging out and like you know, yeah. Um, but it's what- too bad there's no no other funny people on SNL that could have mm-hmm. done that. Right. Right. Uh, but uh, welcome back. There's no to funny listen. people on SNL. <laughs> That's not that's not true. That's not true. <laughs> that is not true. Uh Bowen, by the way, congrats oh, yeah. to you for winning your uh getting a nomination. That's awesome. Um yep. but welcome to the show. Uh this is I've been meaning to listen to that, the podcast where we go through albums we've been meaning to listen to, use those conduits to learn by each other and I guess. I think I already said it, but I like saying it. Um and he, we're uh here. This is another uh solo tr- trollo bolo. Uh, with the tro- <laughs> trove, just just the three of us with the trolls, um, yeah. Uh, trolls too, by the way. World tour. Uh, y- you know this episode sponsored by Trolls Two World Tour. Check um, it out. A year after the movie came out, <laughs> like yeah. we, we got the runoff P of uh, 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 advertising money, basically. Mm-hmm. So um, if you yeah, haven't seen uh, it, give it a listen or uh, watch. Yeah, Shit, <laughs> uh, just like uh, the McElroys show up. That's fun. Um, mm. th- that's like, by the way, that's why um, it took so long to get this advertising money is because we're not very good at advertising Trolls th- Two, and we haven't seen it. So um, the money or the movie, <laughs> both, <Yes. laughs> both in, uh, in many on many sides. Um, but welcome to the show. Uh, we're here to talk about. Uh, so this is, this is a solo episode. We're here to talk about the Beach Boys Pet Sounds, a, a long vaunted album. We've been kind of hinting at, been kind of teasing here and there. Uh, this is a Sean's pick this week. Yeah. We're very exci- we're very excited. Yeah. Uh, so I feel like we got our hilarious um, pre-show banter out of the way with um, ba- boss, uh, boss, Barnes and Nobles, Barnes and ba- boss? Barnes and Nobles, Boss Baby <laughs> banter. <laughs> yeah. To, uh, barista banter. Um, but like uh, we we got that out of the way. Let's talk about the Beach Boys. Um, 
what uh sean like you, you you've talked about this band a little bit you talked about this particular album in terms of we've hinted at it in terms of just like the story you keep bringing up is the idea that well brian wilson had like his other bandmates didn't like didn't want to do this album basically right and brian wilson like really pushed it even though it was weird even though it was like different from what they were usually doing yeah i mean it's not even like it's not even like he like pushed for it it was he was he was like i'm making this record like because he the whole thing was like he took a took a essentially a break from the beach boys we're on a break we're on a break kramer and uh he took a break that's that's friends (laughs) oh it is what's the deal with being on a break kramer we were on a break Uh, what's the deal with pivoting we were on a break yada 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 um and uh so yes brian wilson was basically sat out of touring while the beach boys went and uh toured the world and uh beach boys 2 world tour and uh, he <laughs> was like, <laughs> Beach Boys Benjamin Button <laughs> boss, <me. laughs> barista bitch, uh, <laughs> Venice bitch, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. And uh, so he was like, he he was really inspired by uh, Rubber Soul, which we just talked about. And uh, he was basically he heard that and was like, all right, I'm gonna make the greatest rock album that's ever been made. And uh, so he took a break from tour because he didn't like it and it was bad. And he was like, you know, I like, I could do better. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, uh, I agree. It is bad, and they did do better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. So he stayed home, went to the studio, started working on Pet Sounds, and you know, Beach Boys came back, and they were like, Brian, what are you working on? And he played them some of the music, and they were like, Oh shit, this is like not this is not going to do well. This is not going to. Hey, buddy, are you okay? Basically, yeah, like pretty, yeah. And uh, he was, this is right right around when he was, like, starting to suffer from mental health issues, and he had been, like, experimenting with LSD. And so a lot of this music is, like, a direct inspiration or a result of that. And, uh, you know, a lot it's of... It's so funny. Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, it's so funny to think of this album and, and uh, Rubber Soul as, like, drug-inspired, because they're so bland compared to, like, what is experimental now. You know what I'm saying? Well, like, if you're talking about, I, like, think, like, I still think it's like pretty good. Yeah, yeah. like what are you no, talking, no, no, talking I, about, like Charlie X and stuff? Like to t- today's <laughs> standards, basically. Yes, like, that's how, what I mean. Like in 2021, okay, if this came out, this would not at all be considered like experimental. If that makes sense. In some senses, I think it would. I, but like, yeah, like, I, would, I see your point. I would agree. Um, just because it's so like, uh, it's it's very eclectic. But uh, well, it it like kind of reinvented the sound, so I don't see it as experimental because I see sure. it as like the base stone for a lot of oh, this sure. type of music. Yeah. yeah, the yeah. Base Absolutely. Stone. Yeah. And yeah, it really, yeah. it really was like this, cornerstone. This, you, like, know, you know how like a house has a base stone basically just like one, <laughs> boss like, baby Barnes and Noble <laughs> base stone. Yes. Okay. I'm sorry, Sean, I interrupted. No, you. no, it's good. But yeah, you're right. This is like essentially. So here's the thing about boss baby. He's a cool guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We have a, we have a band on Bo- boss baby band. <laughs> Yeah, no. uh, maybe Benjamin Button Band. <laughs> is, yep. is this funny for anyone except no. us? Brian, Brian <laughs> no. Wilson's Boss Baby Benjamin Button Band. Yeah. 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 Brian Regan's Boss Baby Benjamin Button Band. Yeah. Um, what's a feel fair <laughs> like? But like, yeah. Um, what, yeah, continue. Yes. So he, uh, but yes, Michael is correct in that this is essentially like this kind of reinvented pop music in a sense. And everything I feel like kind of based everything since Absolutely. pet sounds was kind of based around this, you know? And, uh, yeah. And 
that it, it, it changed music, it changed recording, it inspired Sgt. Peppers, which also, again, kind of set the standard for recording and yeah, like recording techniques and stuff. But uh, this is too, this is cool too, because it's basically Brian Wilson taking on like, or I guess changing the idea of what it means to be a producer. Because he's like, he's a producer, he's a sound designer, he's, you know, he's he's taking ideas and saying like, okay, like, I think this would sound better if we did this, if we put these two instruments together to create this different sound. And he's suggesting, right. you know, new ideas and just, he's, he's, a, he, what is his work, but he is changing what it means to be a producer. And I think that's really interesting as well. And uh, yeah, again, it's just a point where he's taking the Beach Boys sound and saying like, what we're what we're talking about or what we've been talking about is not is not how I'm feeling. It's not my life. I feel there's more to life than surfing and girls and cars and having fun. And that's not what it's all about. Like that's I, I, I feel sad. I feel heartbreak. I feel melancholy, fear of the future, you know, all that. And so it's again, he's diverging from this this classic Beach Boy sound and making art that he wants to make. And I think it's like the epitome of inspiring i think it's so cool yeah yeah and this is like because also like at this time he was having some marital troubles with like his uh mm-hmm. his his wife at the time Marilyn rutherford i believe mm-hmm. and and uh so it's like by sheer virtue of just like yeah i was like young and i was like singing about surfing and girls when i was like single and stuff like that and now that i'm married and now that like we've kind of gone past the happily ever after honeymoon phase of it all now we're having some trouble, but I still love my wife and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, and so, but I'm still like, but it's still hard. It's still like difficult and stuff like that. So it's like kind of like what was. Um, so yeah, of course it's like it would be un- inauthentic for him to talk about surfing again, or right? To, to do something like that again. But yeah, like um, so yeah, you you mentioned that you, you said that this is one of your top three albums of all time. Like yeah, this is one of your favorite ones. And uh, but before we get into that, um, I want to hear uh, Michael and. Um, I guess Sean and myself as well. Um, what your preconceived notions about the Beach Boys were, basically? Yeah. So all all my my preconceived notion of the Beach Boys really was was that they were kind of a contemporary of the Beatles to some degree. You know, like same era, same type of music. You know, in my head, and uh, I haven't really didn't really put much. Oh, I'm sorry. Wow. Are we boring? <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> yeah. Am I boring? Me. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I've had trainings this week, and I've had to be on camera, just like wow. sitting on camera all day. This wow, Monday, Tuesday, sounds like you need some so training like, on how to be on a podcast. I know. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. toasted, <laughs> absolute rose. Don't yawn into the mic. Uh, anyway, I, that's my impression of me listening to the Beatles. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but he did do that uh, like in the middle of like, like John Lennon did do that in the middle of his song "Girl." Yeah, girl. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and he like he filtered it, so like yeah, but yeah, that was funny and <laughs> worth it. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it was. Shot Michael's like, "Are you done?" <laughs> <laughs> no, it was because he froze, not because he weren't. Oh, I'm sorry, my bad. My bad. Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, yeah, but so Beach Boys, contemporary of the Beatles. I knew they had uh, "Wouldn't It Be Nice." Da, 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 mm-hmm. da, like I knew that was a Beach Boys song, but other than that, didn't really have a whole lot. Didn't really have a lot to go into the Beach Boys. I really like Kokomo. I think Kokomo is like. 
one oh, of the yeah, best songs. Oh yeah, that's right. So, yeah. Uh, it's a song. I, it's a song. And it's silly and fun. I know. And that's it pretty is, much all. It's, it's, yeah, what if it's there were places good. is the song. <laughs> like, what, yeah, are, yeah, what, yeah. If, what if there are different places? <laughs> <laughs> what if we say a bunch of words? It's good. But uh, that's kind of my, 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 my base stone, if you will, for the Beach Boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I'm pretty dumb and I, I like, I, I, I know this isn't true, but like for some reason when I thought the Beach Boys, I always thought of Wipeout basically. Oh, and sure. Just like, <laughs> just like, <laughs> isn't the song that's like, huh, huh, huh. Is that, that, <laughs> that, that one too. So. And, uh, okay. yeah, Surf's Up, uh, the movie with the chickens, uh, and the penguins. Um, but yeah, like, um, yeah. So like I... And I also, Wait, Andrew, did you just watch like a thousand kids movies this week? <laughs> yeah, and babysitting a a, a a toddler with like a with a power suit on. It was like a toddler mm. with a nostalgia for early two thousands kids <laughs> movies. So I knew that I I, I kind of like I know that's not them. I know it's like, but that's kind of the sound I associate with them a little. Bit. Well, I think they did a cover of it too, so you're not too far off. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they did like. Basically, like surf music, just like the doo wop, doing this, like yeah. doing this, like that move on the beach or whatever. <laughs> but I also was aware of like Brian Wilson's like kind of later career stuff of his like you know his signature falsetto mm-hmm. uh, harmony thing, like wall of sound harmony thing he does. Mm-hmm. Um, but. That's about it. Um, but also, you, you when we did our call, I was re-listening to our college dropout episode, which is good. I, I, I thought that's a good episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, you mentioned that kind of like college dropout being kind of sound, sounding like kind of like thematically similar to Pet Sounds, at least yeah. in the production, yeah. at least in like kind of uh, the the unfettered creativity and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, that made me very excited to listen to the record, mm-hmm. um, and like put, gave me like a lot of like, and also the fact that you put this on your top three out, al- like which, which are like, by the way, Pet Sounds, uh, where are the other two you wrote in? You know, that's a very good question. Um, I, tr- I, oh, I, I don't it's remember fine. actually. <laughs> Sean's favorites are Pet Sounds by the Beach Boys, Valtari by Sigur Rós. Oh, sure. Sigur Rós. I think what? so. And Cap- Incapacity by Big Thief. Okay. Wow. Sure. Uh, Andrews, uh, first three are all yakety sex. <laughs> hey, that's right. That's right. Um, and my top three were Sandstorm by Darude. Yeah. Yeah. How rude. Uh, my, my top three were Born to Die by Lana Del Rey, Dangerous Woman by Ariana Grande, and Golden Hour by Casey Musgraves. Huh. We covered yeah. two of those albums, but we might just do them. Like we might like do a Redux one day. Like we'll see. Uh, uh, so yeah, that's that was like kind of like setting my standard, like setting my the bar pretty high. Of like okay, like I'm expecting like a pre- transcendent mm-hmm. album. I'm expecting a really good album. So uh, what about you, Sean? Like what is your background and understanding and uh, history of the Beach Boys? Yeah, I mean it's uh, it's pretty similar to yours. I just knew them as like surf music, summertime music. You know, I would listen to them in high school, like at like pool parties and stuff and it was always a good time but and i knew that you know like the hits from from pet sounds um like wouldn't it be nice god only knows and uh yeah but i never listened to it in its entirety because i never i wasn't a huge like album person in high school really and so once i started listening to albums i listened to this all the way through and was like holy shit this is like really crazy and inspiring 
And uh, that's basically the gist of it, really. Like, because they, they weren't really like that. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They weren't quite like, I don't want to say worth listening to, <laughs> but like it, it was just boring, like surf, not boring, but it was just surf music. Like, you know, there wasn't anything that special there. And it's so, probably because you don't know how to chill and hang ten. That's true. That's yeah, you don't enjoy that. Yeah, I was catching small uh, waves. I needed to get like bigger waves and like right. crunchy. You were catching wave yeah. files. Yeah, <laughs> and they were they were out there touching grass. Right, but yeah, like, but it's like kind of like similar to the Beatles of term in terms of the Beatles. Like, their first few albums were very traditional and very just like yeah, we we like each other. We're doing like live covers of like yeah, they're we're a doing boy a band. Of, like yeah, basically, and then like. Rubber soul on, they start experimenting more, making bad music. <laughs> I was, I wasn't gonna say that, but like, yeah, like, uh, it's also like this time, like, because they're contemporaries, like, they had this friendly rivalry, basically. Yeah, of just like their albums would inspire each other, basically. Uh, like, this would, like you said, would inspire Pet Sounds. Wait, no, no, Rubber Soul would inspire Pet Sounds, Pet Sounds would inspire like uh, Sgt. Pepper, basically. yeah, yeah. Paul McCartney yeah. said that, like. I think he heard Pet Sounds and was like, "Well, he, oh, he this, he's this is the best song I've ever heard." <laughs> oh my god, I fucking love this. <laughs> and uh, but no, he heard he like he credits. I think I think he says God only knows is like the greatest song ever written. Yeah, and, yeah. And uh, there was some. I watched like a documentary on Pet Sounds, and they were like, I think it was Mike Love who, I don't know. We'll get into him. He fucking sucks. And uh, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> he's the worst. Um. But he was talking, he was telling a story about how like Paul McCartney came over to, I think Brian's house for like a birthday party or something and was like, Brian, like I was listening to Pet Sounds like while driving down the coast and it was like changed my life. And like he, you inspired me to make Pet Sounds or uh, Sergeant Peppers. And like, so yeah, it's, it was this friendly rivalry. Like they were friends basically. Yeah. So. That's, and that's cool. I like that. I, I, I legitimately like mm-hmm. that a lot. I just like, yeah, like push it. They, they're pushing each other to be better. Right. And like, uh, like, and also like, I, I don't know how, how popular were the Beach Boys at, at the side? Like they were, were they like, oh, they were, were like, they in like the... neck and neck with like the Beatles basically like, like when, Pe- when Pet Sounds came out. Yeah. Yeah. They were like, yeah. I mean like they were in their prime. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Like, okay, okay. yeah. And they were, you know, cause they were going on world tours and, oh, uh, okay. Yeah. That, that's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Pet that's Sound. right. Uh, uh, Beach, Beach, <laughs> Michael, Beach, Beach Boys world tour. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Beach Boys 2 World Tour is, like, what I was trying to do. <laughs> well, I, you guys know I got cursed by that witch, and if I don't talk out loud every, oh, that's every right. five minutes, I will <laughs> go blind. Yeah. So. Mm. But, like, uh, 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 something I want to ask you, Sean, though, um, you said that, like, you, the first time you kind of listened to it, you were really inspired by it. Mm-hmm. Um, number one, uh, first question, like, first part of it is, uh, did you, were you kind of, like, aware of the history of it? And, like, you were inspired by that, or were you just, like, the music itself was inspiring to you? Yeah, no, initially, because I didn't, it, it, was, it was initially just the music itself, because it's basically just, like, a weird combination of, like, jazz, classical, pop, sound effects, like, all this weird stuff that you wouldn't really think about putting in a record together. And I was like, oh, this is, like, so unique. And I still, like, to this day, I mean, yes, there's similar music, but, like, I, I've yet to come across anything that like does the same thing for me that this sure, record does, sure. like yeah. emotionally and like, yeah, it just it like like takes like me how places. I get when I listen to Yakety Sack exactly yeah, <laughs> and Michael with Sandstorm, 
Yeah, and so, like, yeah, I, initially it was the music, just the, the actual sound of it. Like, it was it was really unlike anything I'd heard before, and it was, it was really cool, especially now as, like, now as a sound designer, it's really cool to look back on. But, yeah, at the time, it's, like, I, I think I, I think it had a big effect on me, but I don't think it realized like how big of an effect it had on me. So, yeah, this is for sure like in like in uh, I've heard it described as a musician's album, like um, uh, 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 an album for musicians, mm-hmm. you know, like how like some people are like comedians, comedians. Um, and then also like a, this is like an audiophile album, basically. Like this is an album for audiophile, like people who are obsessed about like mixing and oh, like sure. high, yeah, like, you know, levels and all that stuff. And also <laughs> yeah. just like chords and yeah, like crazy, crazy, like chords and stuff, harmonies. Yeah. Um, so, but then like um, in a more specific, a more specific question, though, is uh, you said this album's like, inspiring to you. It means a lot to you. Um, but and I know like vaguely it's like, you know, because it's like he's he's doing what he's like, he's like pushing himself to make the music he wants to make himself mm-hmm. like. But what is that, like, what is that specifically, how does that specifically apply to, like, your life and, like, what what you're trying to do? And, like, well, how, what, in what way does it inspire you in that way? Yeah, I mean, well, like, I, I'm not a, a singer by any means, but, like, I try to write music and it often goes, it, it comes back to me of, like, oh, like, yeah, I enjoy playing, like, this stuff I come up with, but, like, well, other people, you know? Like, well, other people enjoy this. Will they get something out of it? And I think it, it always falls back to that idea of any art I make of like, how is this? How are other people going to react to this? Like, are they going to like it? Are they going to think I'm like some weirdo, like whatever? And, you know, I think that was an idea in Brian Wilson's head, but also just like he, he threw that out the window and was like, again, that's not how I'm feeling. You know, like I need to I need to I need to get what's in my heart like out. And I don't really care what people are going to say, like, this is what I'm feeling. This is how I need, this is what I need to do. And I think ultimately, like, that's where you start to get really interesting art is when you get a glimpse inside of people. And, you know, it's, it doesn't, obviously it's not always going to be happy and, you know, it may not be fun to listen to at times, but even if it's still like depressing or, you know, whatever, it's, it's still more interesting because you're getting a taste of where that person's at. And so yeah. I think with my art, it's like I want to start I want to make stuff that's meaningful to me, because if I enjoy it, it's going to find an audience like and that goes with anything. So, yeah, I think that's just right. really inspiring, especially to being like, again, like we said, they're at the height of their career. And so to put this out and especially because it didn't perform well once it came out and then to go on and, you know, be at number one lists of like greatest album of, album of all time. Like it's crazy. It's so cool. Very cool. Um, but <laughs> thank you, Kanye. Very cool. <laughs> uh, um, but, <laughs> that's that's a low, low moment for me. Um, but <laughs> uh, let's get into themes of this album. Let's get into mm-hmm. like um, we we talked we kind of talked about it a little bit. Yeah. But like, what else is there to really say about like kind of what this album is about? Really, uh, this album is you know it's I mean Sean was saying earlier that the Beach Boys are kind of you know like summertime like beach musicians and i mean it's kind of a summertime beach album like i know that it's experimental but it does have you know yeah it's still got elements i don't know it. yeah, it's, yeah it's it maintains elements of their uh you know genre of music like especially kind yeah. of their you know their big song like wouldn't it be nice is very like mm-hmm. 
you know, you'd hear it at a cabana for sure. <laughs> so, well, it, um, yeah. And like to, to add on to that too, it's like, yeah, it's, it's still, it sounds very like beach boys esque Cause like the, yeah. be- the beach boys themselves, like the other members, like heard the music and were like, Oh yeah, this is like fine. But the lyrics were like, what really kind of did it for yeah. them. They were like, this isn't normal. Like this isn't what we <laughs> sing about. But yeah, this is it normal? (laughs) (laughs) But yes, like you were saying, it sounds very Beach Boys like. (laughs) Right. The ocean Um, we like to surf on is on fire. This (laughs) is normal. Uh, and I think it's a, it's it's like a thoughtful album. Like it's very yeah. much you know like visiting and being in touch with your emotions and not the emotions of rage slash killing someone, which I appreciated <laughs> from this as well. Right, so. not burning a house down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, right. That's right. That's right. Um, yeah, it's a very it, it works on many levels. It, it, like you could play this at the beach and have a good time if you don't like listen to the lyrics and stuff like that but if you like but if you want to like lay down in your bed and like think about the world you can do that too i think yeah that, exactly yeah, yeah that's what i was trying to get at yeah in, yeah. in a far less succinct <laughs> way yeah it's also just like it is it's about growing up and maturing at the same time you know because like especially like right off the bat like wouldn't it be nice is so unusual with pop at the time where you know, he's basically, especially with the Beach Boys, but where he's saying, like, wouldn't it be nice if we were older? You know, like most songs are like, oh, like, oh, I wish we were like younger and like could have fun and stuff like that. And uh, I, I'm not. What if we had fun? <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I was like a kid, when I was like in eighth grade or like seventh grade or something like that. I was like, I had this moment of clarity in like gym class or something like that, where I was like. Like they were like all the kids are like playing in the gym or like, you know, doing like act like climbing a rope or whatever. And then I like just like had this moment of clarity of like, we're children. Like we're like mm-hmm. I said that out loud. Like, I said like <laughs> we're children. And then like another kid like this is real. Like one another kid like said, like, shut the fuck up. Oh like, my god. Yeah, truly. Like you don't need that knowledge. You don't need that in and the, your life. And the kid that, that said shut the fuck up. That was Benjamin Button Boss Baby. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, he was like he's he was like a Jerry he's a geriatric child. Um, Jerry yeah. Seinfeld child. <laughs> Jerry. Shut um, the fuck up. What's the deal with what's the deal with calling backwards. yourself a kid? <laughs> uh, I'm old. <laughs> yes, this is all it is album is about growing up and maturing. Um you know, again loss just, of innocence. Yeah. Yeah, loss of innocence. Yeah. Not singing about girls and you know the the more upbeat the more ha- the better parts of relationships it's about loneliness and all that fun stuff so yeah 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 so like the album starts with like wouldn't it be nice it's like kind of like the start of a relationship like wouldn't it be nice if we got married wouldn't it be nice if we got together and the more we like the more we like you know, spend time together, the more it's like, we have to do this. We have to be in this relationship together. And then later it, like we get the, like, I I see it. The theme is like the, the ups and downs of like married life, basically of, uh, of the record. uh, You mean? Yeah. Of the the record. I feel like it's about married life about like, um, the, then like, there's like moments of transcendence of like, God only knows like God, like, man like this is this is the one for me like mm-hmm. th- who would i even be without you and then like moments of like real 
sadness, real bitterness. Like there's a song where he's literally just like, I'm so sad. I'm so <laughs> sad. Just like basically that's truly what it is. Mm-hmm. And then like there's this, another song where he's like, man, I don't feel good enough. I feel like I feel like a real piece of shit, but you still believe in me. Yeah. And then like just uh, there's a moment where he's like really bitter and really like, you know, like acidic where he's like, you you think it's gonna be all rainbows and love and like sweet feelings all the time, but you know, trust me, like it 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 sours really fast. Mm. Like, yeah, and like that's kind of just like it's about like mar- being married, and like maybe it's just like maybe it was like people couldn't relate, to, like the other band members couldn't like necessarily relate to like what he was the specific loneliness he was going through because it 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 sounds like he was there's there's an element of him being a little bit isolated from the band too of just like him like coming up with all the songs himself basically and like mm-hmm. the beach boys wouldn't really know what they would be singing that day they would like come in and brian would get hear the chords you do this and basically mm-hmm. kind of like using them as like a means to see out his vision like that's why some people call this like the first brian wilson album right you right. know and so, instead right. of like god only like, knows what they'll sing songs. today um <laughs> Um, so that's what I'm seeing. Uh, anything else yeah. for many of y'all? Yeah, I think, I think that's, I think that touches on it. Yeah. It's not quite like a narrative. It's, it's narrative in the way that like, because like, um, Brian Wilson talks about this, like he's not really the end, the other writer of the album. What's his name? Tony uh, Asher. Tony Asher. Yeah. I, I keep confusing with like Howard Ashman. Um, mm. yeah. Like Tony Asher, he, says you know when people bring up the theory like it's a narrative album like he brought he he brings up like yeah we didn't really think about it too much but like i think it's like it's narrative in terms of like you know how you order a playlist like you kind of like you know sequence a playlist of just like yeah you gotta have a happy song after the sad song blah 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 but also the ups and downs of it's narrative in the way that like a a marriage is narrative in terms of just like the next, you'll you'll have a great day, and the next day it'll be kind of a bummer or something like that. Right. Well, yeah, and yeah, and yeah like you said, they never they never mentioned the word like concept album or anything like that. And uh, yeah, but they, I think Brian Wilson, Brian Wilson also said like, yeah, it's not really a narrative record, like the lyrics or anything like that, but it's narrative in the fact that like, I I can't remember what he said exactly, but basically like in the mixing and the way I'm like production. Ex- yeah, production and experimenting and stuff. So. Yeah, it's a concept record in that aspect of it, and it obviously inspired concept records. So, yeah, like John Sloop B is the one song that's like, what is what is this? <laughs> well, and yeah, that yeah, one, yeah. that one's actually a cover. It's an old folk song. So, okay, yeah, and I think I think it was like one of the ones the the one of the other bandmates like wanted to put on the on the album, mm, basically. Okay, and also like I could be wrong, but. It, w- it might have been one of the songs with like that the late that that was the, one of the songs that the he did because the label kind of made him do it. Like that was the one kind of he kind of caved a little bit um, creatively, but like it's still good. It's st- even that song is mm-hmm. still strange and weird and stuff, mm-hmm. and the production is like really interesting. So let's uh, take a quick break, and uh, we'll be right back with some more pet sounds. Bah bah click, and we're back. Here, talk about uh, pet sounds by uh, <laughs> the Beach Boys, um, Baramu You from Babe. Okay, um, <laughs> what, let's go through highlights first. I feel like that's the I, I 
for me at least, I have more highlights than lowlights. So, um, and you know, this is Sean's episode. Um, yeah. So let's go through highlights. Uh, let Let's turn to Sean first. Uh, well, right off, right out the gate, you got "Wouldn't It Be Nice," which I think is one of the catchiest songs ever written. Um, it is. Yeah, I yeah. think it's mm-hmm. it's immaculate, and uh, yeah. it's it's it just sounds so polished. Um, I think the like one thing that Brian Wilson liked to do was he would add um, like a reverb to the the drums like the timpani like at the beginning so it gets that really big oh, like booming sound yeah. yeah it's so cool and uh it's it's just i think it's a like a perfect pop song you know and again it's i think it's interesting kind of flipping that dynamic of like most a lot of songs are about like enjoying youth and he's like no i want to be older i want to like move past the you know being wow. young and yeah i just think that's really unique and a really cool perspective and uh it's just such a sweet song I think it's immaculate. The production thing I like is the little keyboard riff at the very beginning of the song comes back at the bridge. Like mm-hmm. you hear it in the mid. That's so cool. I love mm-hmm. that. I know like other, I know songs do that, but like I just like I noticed at that time I was like really like uh, yeah I was like yeah I think that's cool. There's little things like listening back to it with like good headphones again. I was like oh I missed like this little thing or I missed that little thing. Like it's, oh absolutely it's so layered. It's really crazy. It's an album that gets, I think, definitely gets better the more you listen to it. Yes. And the more you discover it. it yes. Discover into it. Because I was like, oh, this is fine the, like, the first time I listened to it. And then, like, more and more I started to really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Harmonies are divine. Like, I, oh. the, thing, the thing is just, like, as much as this is considered, like, a Brian Wilson solo project, I really don't think this album would have been as good if it was just him doing all oh, of it. Oh, sure. Yeah. And especially because, like, uh, Tony Asher, like, helped him with the lyrics, too. Mm-hmm. Um, well, when, it, when I think, uh, oh, shoot, I don't remember which, I think it may have been Carl Wilson that sang, like, did the lead vocals on Carl. God Only Knows. <laughs> I don't know. Isn't that from a kid's movie, too? That's like Is from, that Jimmy Neutron? Uh, the, no, it's maybe, but it's also from, like, uh, the, the llamas with hats or whatever. Like YouTube video. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So it's Carl, not a kid. It's no. not a kid. It's not a kid. Yeah. <laughs> you guys remember uh, what's the uh, the unicorn YouTube video? What was that like? That's Charlie that. the unicorn. That wasn't. What's the Candy Mountain, Charlie? Is Charlie, that what it is? Charlie the unicorn. Yes, Charlie <gasps> the unicorn. Yes. Oh, okay. Because it took like I remember like that was like the first one of the first YouTube video like yeah. things like the first like viral ones at least and. And like the first time, we kind of like, oh, you could put animation on here. You could put yeah. your own like shorts and stuff. But like it, I remember like we would watch it every so often, like all, all the time, and it would take like an hour to watch, like because the streaming was like so like you know oh, the sure. lag was so slow. So like it would take like an hour to watch a video, <laughs> like to watch like like Charlie Candy Mountain. Ma- <laughs> you just like <laughs> yeah, had yeah, a wave, yeah. like, the yeah. little beach ball spinning. Uh, yeah, yeah. Did you did you see where uh, they're making Charlie bit my finger? They're taking it off YouTube and making it into it's an, an NFT. NFT. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. so stupid. Oh. I mean, get your coin. That's good for you. Whatever. <laughs> like... Non finger token. <laughs> <laughs> Nasty finger token. <laughs> okay. Um. So yeah, I think the song's good. It's like I, I, once again, I like the the hopeful like I'm just like the propulsive driving tempo of it and just the tempo mm-hmm. changes too of just like yeah it slows down at one point and that's where you get that classical influence with the tempo changes 
Yeah. And obviously yeah. the string arrangements, but yeah. Uh, what do you think of the sh- song, uh, Michael? I love Wouldn't It Be Nice. I think that's my favorite song in the album. Mm, it's but so nice. Sean is taking it from my clutches. <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> it's like ask it's asking the musical question, wouldn't it be nice to listen to the song? And the answer mm. is yeah. Yeah, that's true. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no denying. Okay, uh, Michael, we turn to you. What's a what's another so, highlight? I had a quick pivot to talking about my second highlight, uh, which is the final song of this album, mm. uh, "Caroline No." Caroline No. <laughs> Caroline, Caroline No. no. Don't, please. Which, as you guys, I'm, <laughs> I'm sure know. Look at me coming in with research into this episode. Mm, oh, uh, this song was misheard by one of the other members of the band as "Caroline No." Instead of Carol, I know, which I think is very interesting. Is it um, like legit? Is it supposed to be Carol? I know. Uh, I don't know if it was supposed to be. It's Carol, like I know, it's like Will Carol, I am. Oh, okay. Carol, yeah, I know. Carol, I know. <laughs> <laughs> his, his sister. <laughs> yeah, his DJ sister. Uh, no, uh, but this was originally a song that was uh, for Brian Wilson's solo debut, but hmm. then he pivoted it into this album. And like stopped it being his solo debut, um, which I thought was interesting. I did not know that. Um, but I really like this song. I think it's like um, it's not as catchy or fun necessarily as the rest of the album is, but it's a lot more like self-reflective. It's kind of reflecting on like your past, a past like lover of yours. Um, I think it's really pretty, and I think it's a good closer for the album. It's a um, bummer. Like it's a real bummer. Like it's like yeah, I like that. and I like that. It's just like yeah, it's sad, you know. Yeah, <laughs> that's the end. Um, I did get scared by that train at the end. That was the <laughs> train that I ducked. Mm. Uh, <laughs> so. You saw it coming uh, right at you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was like uh, it was like the Lumiere Brothers film all over. Mm-hmm. Um, you ran out uh, of your house. Yeah, I ran out of my house. I was like trying to jump on too. Uh, <laughs> And I'd try to pet that dog at the end, mm. too. Um, but, yeah. Um, also, so yeah, that I, reminds uh, me, uh, in an interview with uh, Mike Love again, he was like, yeah, I don't know why, like, or wait, he was like, when he was talking about the dog recording, he was like, I don't know why we put that at the end. Maybe because it's the tail of the record. <laughs> and I was like, oh, fuck off. That pisses me off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That makes me want to take this away as my highlight. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's what Mike Love does. He's... The worst. What's his deal? I actually don't know what his deal. Yeah. Is. So he he was like the most adamant about, like th- he was he was very very against like changing the Beach Boys formula, and he was like all like he, talking to Brian Wilson like these songs are shit like these are never gonna do well like you're you're making a fool of- you're a piece of shit I hate you <laughs> you're not as, you're not as good as managing the band as Boss Baby would be get a, <laughs> get a job get away from her, <laughs> but yeah and so he. Uh, he was just super against it when it didn't perform. He was like, Oh, I told you so. And then now that it's very popular, like all the interviews, he's like, yeah, I was really like, you know, Brian Wilson and I worked together a lot on this record. And like, you know, a lot of these ideas kind of, you know, came from both of us. And he's, he really just wants to be Brian Wilson. And other than that, he's also just like a big Trumpster. Like he, he sucks. No. Yeah. (laughs) So Yeah. I, like before, like before, I knew that I kind of liked his. Uh, like I generally liked his songs a little less than like mm. Brian's songs. Um, but yeah, uh, let's see. Uh, highlight. That's a 
a big bummer. <laughs> um, but like a highlight for me, um, I like I like you still believe it. I like all the I like mm. mostly songs. Like I think like I think uh, the worst song is like a seven out of ten instead of like you know, mm-hmm. um, and, and, and like it's like a, the general quality the 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 floor is pretty high. Yeah. Um, yes. Um, but uh, you still believe in me. I I like that. The mm-hmm. the thing that's really interesting about like the compositions with this record is the fact that the compositions are so perfect and so layered and so really like because like at the end of the day music is math basically it's like kind of like com- like coming up with like it's like numbers and stuff like apes and sure you know, f- all that stuff and then I, I actually I don't know music but I know it's like kind of <laughs> math math that, that, that's like I I really love musicians and that they're able to like kind of really know on like a not just a mathematical level, but like a gut level, like what sounds good. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I like in this song that with the bike horn and like the uh, the car horn and like the bike, the bike, bicycle bells mm-hmm. and stuff like that. How um, they're not just satisfied with like making beautiful music that sounds like really interesting. It, they they put so many like unique flourishes on top of it. Yeah. Like they make, they make the, um, so it's more, so it's like even more textured than just like, Oh, this is a perf ornate piece of music. This is like, you know, uh, this is a Michelangelo portrait or whatever. Yeah. It's more, it's like, this is a Michelangelo portrait with like a, with a beautiful dick. I don't know. Like cut that out. (laughs) (laughs) No, (laughs) Um, this is this is like um, it's it's going that extra mile kind of going that extra mile yeah absolutely. much like a beautiful dick no oh. uh, <laughs> no it's not like that uh, <laughs> coming an extra mile no especially not that it's <laughs> horrifying uh, <laughs> um, to you yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but no and that's like that's a good point because it's like I think originally the part at the beginning the like ding 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 was like originally supposed to be was originally written on piano and Brian was like hmm let's try something else and he like popped the lid off the piano and took like a hairpin and started plucking on the strings. Whoa. And it was like, this sounds way cooler. That's Let's do awesome. this. Yeah. So it's going, That's it's doing awesome. the little extra things that like makes it just so unique. Yeah. And like, yeah, like it technically, you technically don't need those flourishes. Yeah. Like it technically doesn't, it's still like a beautiful composition in and of itself. But mm-hmm. like, um, and it's just, I, I like that in all these songs, you know, I, I don't think these aren't particularly, you know, intricate lyric this isn't particularly intricate lyricism this isn't like you know um, Mm -hmm. but it's like it's it's very simple but i think that works it's it's very the complex composition pair with very simple lyricism it's kind of what you're saying about the song alan with like by perfume genius yeah that song's so simple but it works because it's so simple yes um yeah and that's like kind of what i'm getting from a lot of these songs so it's like and it's it's very simple lyricism, but I never would describe these lyrics as vapid or or shallow or just like yeah. very r- rudimentary either. Like it's very intentional how little words he kind of uses in a sense. Totally right. Yeah, yeah. But it's also like with this song, it's like sometimes when you're overcome with overwhelming emotions, you don't have the words for it. Sometimes it's just like a 
that's why at one point he, he like he takes the lyrics out of that those instrumentals like mm-hmm. they, I think there were supposed to be words for his but he's like no it's beautiful enough in in of itself and the ah that that part is just like you don't have to explain it you, mm-hmm. you can just like that that's just ex- an expression of what you're feeling and that's kind of the same like that kind of ties in nicely to don't talk put your head on my shoulder of that similar yeah. theme where it's like sometimes words like aren't enough like it's just it's it's the everything else that'll that'll say what needs to be said you know so and i love i love that song as well i think i put that on the playlist on one of our other episodes oh, okay but yeah that song and then god only knows like oh man what a what what a good song what a great song like absolutely beautiful you know the vocal round at the end i think is yeah incredible and there's i i don't have much else to say other than that i think it's like Again, a perfect song. So, yeah. Look, if John Lennon wrote the song, I totally would get being a simp for him. I told like <laughs> that's the thing. Like that's the thing is like, and I don't, I don't, I don't find. I I know like we did, we already did this, but like, um, I I feel like this album is kind of like when people describe why the Beatles are good, you know, oh, it's like simple, it's like simple, but like the the orchestration and like the harmonies and the composition is so beautiful and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's like this transcendent thing. That's the feeling I get when I listen to this. I don't get that feeling when I listen to the Beatles that much. Mm-hmm. Like, and maybe it's cause I've only listened to Abbey road and uh, the first few albums and rubber soul. Um, but like that, to me, that's like, that's plenty, that's plenty right. of albums, you know? Um, so yeah, it's um, God only knows is really beautiful. The idea, the lo- the line of, uh, you know, I might not always love you, but as long as there's stars above you, you'll never need to doubt it. I'll make you so sure about it. That's mm-hmm. so beautiful. I know. Um, once again, so simple. And I, the we talked about the the round is really cool, but also the drums, like the timpani drums. Yeah. And, and that's like, again, it's like you don't need that technically, but it's just like really awesome. And uh, good. That's, that's another unique thing about, this record too is and that it's kind of where he's diverting from the classic pop sound too is he's not just taking drums and using them as a backing beat he's using them as their own instrument and like yeah you know mirroring melodic lines with them and making them their own thing and i think that's really cool at one point i don't remember which song it was but like at one point just like there's a guitar strum like Kring! and then he just like doesn't do it again <laughs> i don't know remember what it was. yeah um I, this is like God only knows is like one of the more mainstream songs and like kind of mm-hmm. like the ones like oh it's like this is in a commercial or whatever like mm-hmm. but that's the that's the only knock on it it's just like I've heard it so much like you hear it in like a Charmin commercial or whatever just like yeah. <laughs> bears wipe their ass with God only knows how it <laughs> to wipe with <laughs> this tissue I I do like the 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 backstory I heard about this song though is like that's interesting is. Um, one of the first commercial songs to use the word God, which is interesting. Oh yeah, to me because that, that's so that's that's insane to me because like it's still a very puritanical, like rooted in Christianity nation in a lot of ways. But also like the reason is because they were scared that they were gonna. I guess like other people were scared that they were gonna alienate people with the idea of like God. Like they're gonna alienate the Christians, but they're also gonna alienate the the, the more hip atheist people who are just like, I don't believe in mm. God. That's stupid. Mm. You know, I'm like, not gonna like, buy that Subaru. 
<laughs> I'm not gonna wipe my ass. <laughs> I'm not gonna wipe my ass. <laughs> oh poor guy. Atheism bidets. Yeah, yeah. As we famously know. Um, <laughs> yeah, so like uh that's my only like knock on it really. It's like but that's not the song's fault. Like it's whatever. Like um any other highlights? Um <laughs> no. <laughs> Michael I think, shook his head. Uh well we talked about Sloop John B. I think it's just it's very fun, fun summertime song. Um, and then Pet Sounds, the actual song, I think is just oh uh, yeah, hoot and a holler. I think it's very fun. Hoot and a half. Hoot and a half. Yes. The um genius like which isn't always reliable, but like the the thing that's real the genius page on this song is really great because it breaks down like theme number one, theme number two at thirty seconds, like oh. motif. You know, bring like uh reintroduction and like it's like re- so it breaks it down to like it's two themes. And then a repetition of it, but adding repetition is two things, but adding the instrumentations on top of it, and then the the motif, and then like the the coda or whatever mm, at the yeah. end. It's like it breaks down how the instrumentation works. So, and apparently this is supposed to be a James Bond song. Oh, I saw weird. that. <laughs> That's so, it kind of works, but yeah. like, I, I, like I would be I would be too busy grooving in my seat, <laughs> whatever. Um, <laughs> I, I like I like let's go away for a while at better as the instrument as the instrumentation mm. I like as the as the um it's it, it reminds me of like some Tyler the creator like Tyler the creator loves to do this type of thing and just like you know just um like after he's like aggressively rapping he's just like let me show you I can make something beautiful and he does that right um, but this is like way more this is it also reminds me of uh, Frank Ocean too of like Blonde mm. the production really reminds me of that. Um, yeah, again, just like the last thing I'll say about the highlights, it's just like, it's, it really shows like the, once you kind of understand the rules, like you can do anything, like you could do anything within those rules of like, they, he just, Brian Wilson just understands music. He just understands how it works. He understands what sounds good. It's kind of like the Dan Harmon, like, you know, eight, eight step story rule of just like, if you can, if you nail these eight points, you like the story could be literally whatever you want. Like, yeah, so. and you can see that you can see that. in like the fact that some of the songs start out so slow and end like really quick or like mm-hmm. switch back and forth so mm-hmm. easily. Like he just has kind of like a mastery of like, Oh, this song doesn't have to be a fast song. It can be like a mix. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's this that the mix. I think it's that combined with also just like he, a lot of it was just like I am not gonna like write stuff. I'm just like gonna put a lot of the what am I trying to say? Put a lot of the power kind of into the musicians too. And just being like, hey, like mm-hmm. if you think this sounds good, you should do that. Like suggested yeah. to me. I'll you know if I like it, you know I like that it. New song, you know that new sound you're listening, you're looking for. Now listen to this. Right. Um, <laughs> now now listen to what I call music volume twenty. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh so yeah, that's um those are highlights. Let's go through lowlights then. Uh this episode I think is going really well. Mm-hmm. Um so Michael, what's a low light for you? Mm-hmm. I don't really like don't talk, put your head what's the rest of the out on song? Your, on my shoulder. On my shoulder. Yeah, yeah don't talk put your head on my shoulder. <laughs> it's I, I was just like looking at the album and I couldn't see the rest of it, but I uh, don't like that song very, very much. It does sound nice, but it is a little like 
boring to me. The harmony, it does, like, emphasize their harmonies pretty well, but they do that so well on everything else that the song kind of, it's a lot of instrumentation. The mm. vocals are really quiet on the mix. Uh, I realize that's on purpose, but it's just not for me. Sure. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's definitely, this like, a slower one on the album, but uh, yeah. I think his... Uh, I don't mind a slow song. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. As exemplified by Caroline No being a highlight, right. this one is just, it just doesn't, it doesn't introduce anything like too new as a thought too. like, I feel like Caroline No is a little bit more like, oh, here's like a personal experience. And this one's a lot yeah. more like, I think that I think it's personal in terms of just like when you're so intimate with someone that you don't even have to talk to each other and, or just like, and you can communicate love by just like, like he, he's saying like, let's quiet everything down so you can just feel my love. It's like telepathic and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I understand that. Like at the same time, like even if you understand that like a song is good or that the song, the song is interesting or like there's harmony or lyricism is good. Like you could still like not, have a song not be for you. That's totally yeah. great. Um, but uh, I think it's. Sean, what's a lo- do you I, have any lowlights? Well, I was gonna say with "Don't Talk." I I think I like the song. I think it starts really interesting. Like something about the start of the song, like just goes right into it. I think I agree with that. Yeah, I can't explain why, but it just feels like it's not it's not jarring because it's not jarring, but like it just. Right. Well, know. it starts as what it is, and I think I just is don't like what it is. Unfortunately, it is yes. Sean, okay, I think yeah, we, we gotta go. Misa, we gotta Misa, go. Misa don't like it. <laughs> uh, Misa um, senator. <laughs> uh, you, you know, uh, Jar Jar Binks uh, 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 getting uh, into the, to the, the 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 space senate is kind of, kind of like uh, kind of like how the White House. Any any anyone can, can, can get into the White House. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Good one. I think there should be a uh, Jar Jar uh, butthole edit of the movie. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Digi- digital lizard alien technology. Yeah. Um, I have to. Okay. I have to find a sexy Jar Jar photo to send you guys. Hang on. No, you don't. I don't want this. <laughs> Actually, you don't have to do that. Mm. Um, See these bad boys? Double J's. That's right. <laughs> I know there's an answer is kind of the one where I'm like "Uh, I don't connect with that one as much. Like even though I once again I acknowledge that the production is pretty interesting and stuff like that. Um, uh, and then also uh, that's not me, which is a fine song, and I like the subject matter a little bit in terms of just like being being a starving artist isn't as cracked up as it. I thought it would be like mm. I had a dream and now I'm living alone and I'm sad and you know, I miss my girl or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's interesting. And the, in, the, the organ bed is pretty cool at, uh, at the bottom of it. But other than that, like, it's like, let's, it's just not, it's like the instrumentally is the least adventurous to me. Sure. Really. Yeah. I mean, I was going to say like, I don't, I, I love all these songs, so I don't have any low lights per se, but yeah, some of them just don't. You don't have any like complaints or whatever? Like, Nothing's coming to mind. Yeah, that's fine. That's uh, fine. I mean, some songs like I, like like you guys said, just don't quite. Okay, name their names. Say their names. Say their names. <laughs> what the songs? Yeah. Um, I I think I just wasn't made for these times. Is okay. Um, 
I, Boom, low light. I like that. John I thinks like it's that trash. One. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it should be wiped from the album. Uh, Garbage. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, some of the it's it is a lot of like the second half of the record doesn't quite hold my attention as much, but sure, it, it's still like I think cohesively as a whole, I think it's great. I think it's wonderful. I do get a little fatigued listening to it all the way through. Like it, it not because it's bad, because it's so dense and like because there's so much going on that it's like and like. It, it is kind of, once again, it is kind of like the Beatles-y format of just like, yeah, a bunch of songs. Like, here's a collection of songs. Here's our new s- bunch of songs together. Like, even though it is kind of concept-y, I don't think it was intended to be that. Like, so. Um, yeah, I guess, like, but because there is so much going on, I think I find it very fun to listen to. You know? Oh, yeah, I think I it's, I, it's fun to listen to. I'm just like, I, I, I think I... You know, because I, I think I, it's also like the this is like a side A, like one of those side A, side B albums. It's just like you kind of like flip it over. You take you can take a little break in between. Yes. Um, if you wanted to. So like, I don't think it was meant to be necessarily. You could, but like, I don't know if it was meant to necessarily be like listen just like straight through. Like maybe it is, but like, um, but you kind of like there's a little break in between. Um, mm-hmm. I don't really have any other low lights from this album for myself. What about you, Andrew? No, not not really. Um, I know there's an answer. There's still there's a little bit of pettiness to it, especially if you're still married at this time. Um, the idea of like, uh, I was actually married. I was married to her at one point. I was I dated her at one point. I was her I was her ex, and like you're gonna like but but like. But it's I think it's it's honest. It's honest to how he's feeling. He's feeling yeah. like, you know, love eventually, kind of like you you don't feel that like immense high all the time and like it's like it's hard to like love someone all in that way and you think it's gonna last forever but it might not uh, part of it's just colored by his experience of like a rough marriage but um it's also it's also just yeah it's also lsd inspired yeah he like i think it was because it was originally called hang on to your ego which uh the i think the chorus like I think there was original lyrics and they got changed because Mike Love was like, I don't want anything like drug related. And uh, so he changed it. It's like me on this podcast. Scared straight. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, I also just thought a new drag queen name. LSD. What do you think? Yeah. Sure. Uh, Did I tell you my Star Wars, yeah. my Star Wars inspired drag name? No. Mindy Chlorian. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> Thank you. Have I told uh, you my annoying person-inspired drag queen name? What is it? What? Mindy Kaling. Oh. <laughs> Wait, She's okay. We can cut that joke. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you guys like Mindy Kaling, and I don't. She's fine. <laughs> I don't, I don't like, I'm not, I'm not like, I'm not okay, like, Okay, okay. Wait, let me try that joke again. Do you guys want to hear okay, my annoying okay. person-inspired drag queen name? Sure. sure. Joan Krasinski. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. I love her. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, is, would your like Wait, did you know, the would your drag the perf- for some reason? Would your <laughs> would your drag performance just like be like just like being quiet and stuff like that? Like, <laughs> not, not and then, I, and then it would be <laughs> me talking about how I was never in love with Pam. That's another thing I do in my drag performances. That's right. Um. Yeah. Any stray observations? Any any last things you kind of want to get out about this album? I also forgot to mention I saw uh, Brian Wilson do this album live at Pitchfork for the 50th anniversary. Are we doing it live? 
Whoa. Oh my gosh. Wow. That's really amazing. Cool. Yeah. How'd it go? That was cool. Like, um, it was really fun. It was a little, he, he's very, he's old and old. he's pretty mentally ill. And so a lot wow. of it was more like the Beach Boys with Brian Wilson because he was just kind of sitting at the piano and would occasionally sing. Um, it was still really fun. And also John and Joan Cusack were there and came out and sang. And that was really cool. So that's cool. Yeah. Well, that's that's interesting. Yeah. So like the, he he didn't like because he sings most of the album. Like what, mm-hmm. the Beach Boy, the like the Beach Boys sang the songs. Yeah, well, like Al Jardine the was there, ones? and I think some other. I don't know if any of the other original ones were there, but I think Al Jardine was there and sang a lot of the songs, if I remember correctly. Okay, but okay. yeah, it was it was so great. It was so much fun. But uh, yeah, he's I don't I don't know how well he's doing, unfortunately. But mm. yeah, yeah. But yeah. Anyway, <laughs> sorry, that was a bit of a bummer. <laughs> no, that's fine. Um, it's like definitely like it reminds me like yeah I, I yeah that's a that's about it. I think that's good. Um, mm. so um, let's uh, get the final thoughts. Of- that's good. Anyways, <laughs> that's enough. <laughs> that's enough. <laughs> like Andrew truth, catchphrase. Yeah. So that's enough. That's a shirt. Truth be told, I was gonna I was gonna like transition and talking about Kanye, but I was like, eh, not this time. Mm. <laughs> it's fine. We've had <laughs> I would have used your catchphrase. That's enough. <laughs> but in the middle of what you were saying, uh, yeah, just like, you know how, like they're both like, kinda, like, that's oh, enough. they're like, they're like, <laughs> they're like kind of <laughs> deteriorating a little bit. Um, and like, they're like, but they're like both like kind of savants and stuff like, I, I would say like, the last thing I'll say is like you, when you brought up the idea of like, um, pet sounds being like, kind of like college dropout, mm. I was kind of like, uh, and now I'm like, uh, now listening to this, I'm like, oh, wow, I would definitely put Brian Wilson's like production skills next to him, like in terms of like high S tier mm-hmm. quality production. So like, yeah, um, only only on this podcast would we say the Beach Boys is like Kanye West. I people would I legitimately I think people would like like make some comparisons. Um, but that's enough. Uh, <laughs> that's enough. Uh, let's get the final thoughts and ratings. The way it works is we'll. Um, Rate this uh, album out of 10 with a fun metric at the end. Uh, yeah, Michael, let's hear first. from you first. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I like this album a lot more than I thought I was going to. Um, I thought that this was going to be a little too Beatles-y. Well, I actually heard it before, uh, unlike the Beatles album. So, But on re-listen, which I'd, I don't really revisit this album too much, but on listening to it for the podcast, I found myself really enjoying it. Um, so I think I'll give this album... Uh, this experimental album that I find that I, enjoy. I didn't really talk about the album enough. Let me talk about it some more. Sorry. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I really like their harmonies. I think their music is more fun than the Beatles' music, at least. Oh, yeah. Over Soul. Um, and I think that helps keep me a lot more engaged. Um, because of that, I will give this album eight commercials featuring God out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I like this album a lot. I had a great time listening to it. I, I definitely like, um, I definitely, it had a grow on me for sure. I was kind of like mid on it at first, um, because my expectations were so high. I, even though I was able to recognize, oh, that's a cool harmony. That's a cool thing. Like, and, um, sometimes the sound, like at the, initially the sound of it, like just like the the initial time I listened to it, the sound of it was like, oh, I don't know if I, I don't know if I like this as much. Mm. Um, but like, I really grew to like it. I really grew to appreciate how layered the production is. Um, the production truly is the star. The how, the different types of instruments, the composition, the arrangements, 
harmonies, everything is so beautiful. Yeah, but and lyrically though, it's it's quite simple in a way that I like in terms of trying to capture like a universe, like these universal truths in like a mm-hmm. small like three minute song. Like none of these songs are rarely past three minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just like the. I think it's really interesting to write a song to write an album about being married. I think that's not <laughs> something I hear a lot about, really, truly. Except for because chance. A lot of like, <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> um, but yeah, it, true, we love but that like, album on this podcast. <laughs> but true, like, truly, you know what though? I would love to hear like a chance album where it's just like. This is how hard it is to be married. I would love, sure. I would love that because, like, the first that the big day is about like I'm getting married. It's so exciting, yeah, all that stuff. But now it's like kind of. I would love just like, oh, this is like the this is the intricacies well, Andrew, of just like you know love and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Andrew, as you know, Chance is a Christian, so he never faces uh, hardness or. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. That yeah, yeah. Th- th- yeah. That's just a fan. That's just the fantasy I have of something <laughs> I wish would happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like um, he loves his wife. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I like the idea of just like kind of like a marriage on the rocks album. Like I think that's really interesting, like subject matter. Andrew wants and, unhappiness for people. Yeah, I like the <laughs> idea of a marriage shaken, not stirred. Uh, what about you, Sean? Do you like a marriage frozen? I like it on the rocks. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I'll give it. I'm gonna give it a nine out of ten. Uh trains that i think are real that i think i'm gonna <laughs> die from from listening to this album <laughs> very nice that's enough andrew uh anyway what? Sean, what's your rating i liked that <laughs> i was done <laughs> I, mean, I stopped talking yeah that's enough that's why i said that's enough <laughs> uh, all right uh i my word of the day is immaculate i think this album is immaculate and uh to this day i still have Big immaculate the Big immaculate. What? What is that? I want a double cheeseburger and hold the lettuce. Double pun sun note. Seeds on the bowl. Okay. Loving this drive through. Order for two. <laughs> Got a craving for a number nine. Like my shoe. I don't remember the rest oh, of the big macaroni. I'm creaming for a number nine. Oh. <laughs> how are you going to say what, what we were saying that? earlier was two? No, I don't think it's going to be clarifying. I was like endorsing it. I was like just clarifying what you said. I think it's got to be craving for a number nine. <laughs> That's what you said. Got me creaming for a <laughs> cream. <laughs> I don't like that. That's the Beatles getting up. Uh, <laughs> your word of the day. You wanted this. Well, <laughs> you yeah, wanted I guess. Immaculate to happen. Big you immaculate. You got me. <laughs> you got me there. <laughs> um, yes. Any way, as Michael would say. Um, <laughs> I have not. Do I say any way? You say that a lot, actually. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I really have, like, to this day, I still haven't heard anything that I think comes close to this record in terms of touching me like emotionally the way this one does. And like, it makes me feel happy. It makes me feel sad. It makes me like long for the future, but like want the past back at the same time. Like, I don't know. It just does so many different things for me. And, uh, you know, ultimately it just, it's really, it's such an inspiring record for me, uh, creatively and makes me want to make art that, means something to me, not to other people. I want to make it for myself and just express how I'm feeling. And uh, 
Yeah. I, no, you know. I just, sorry. <laughs> I saw the picture of the... Oh, <laughs> yeah. Saw the Sexy Jar Jar? <laughs> sorry. Yeah, Dude, I'm so sorry. he's hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's The Rock's body with Oh, Jar-Jar you might be right, actually. <laughs> Either way. I don't want this on, I don't want this on my face. Okay, it's me creaming. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sean goes to the Jungle Cruise by himself. Uh, he's like, nobody else come with me. <laughs> Where, what was I saying? Um... <laughs> I'm so you want, you want, it's you okay. said something very heartfelt. Andrew, <laughs> guess what? Guess what I'm going to say? That's enough. Sean, yeah. continue. Uh, <laughs> like the, the studio. That's enough. <laughs> um, let me look, wait, look, look at my notes here. Um, it's an album about finding yourself. <laughs> and <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, I think that's what makes this record so great is just, it's a glimpse into Brian Wilson's life and where he's at at the time. And, uh, yeah, it's just, it's really inspiring. And, uh, I, I do think it's probably, I, th- I think it is my favorite record of all time. Um, so I will give it Whoa. 10 heads on shoulders out of 10. Wow. Yeah. Wow. 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 Hey guys. Wow. Wow. Hey guys. Wow. Hey. So, um, let's go. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Wow. <laughs> That's Neither. enough. Wow. wow. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I watched Cars like um, with on a Right. Date. You're watching <laughs> so many kids' movies. I'm a child at heart. But like, um, I watched. Uh, Wilson practice. only says. Only Wilson. <laughs> Owen Wilson only says wow two times in that movie. I thought it was way more. <laughs> oh. Well, he says um, ka-chow. I, count, I, I legit counted it. Like, ka-chow. 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 Uh, so, uh, anyways. I like how you went into the um, movie and you're like, I'm going to, I'm going to count. Yeah, that was, that was legitimate what we did. Just That's like, fun. Um, so we are not dating anymore. So like, uh, oh. <laughs> it's fine. Um, so, uh, yeah, now we'll get into our, <gasps> I didn't mean to listen to that. And, and we, we did. did. Play, pl- playlist. playlist. All right. Um. So, um, great. So let's get into our playlist. Uh, who would like to go first? Not me. Okay. Uh, that's okay, enough, guys. Me. I have my pick. I'm ready with my pick. Uh, okay. Since we're talking about the Beach Boys and how they're kind of summertime-y, I wanted to play what will be my song of the summer, even though it just came out today. I already know it Whoa. will be. Mm. And that is Caroline Polachek's Bunny is oh. a Driver. Click. So good. <laughs> it's <laughs> it has Danny uh, Danny Hale on production, the PC music producer Danny R Hale, I believe is how you pronounce his name. Maybe that's not correct, but <laughs> it's such a fun song. It's funky. Listen to it. You like it? <laughs> yeah. Listen, uh, you like? You like? Um, but yeah, okay. So I got two picks this week um, that I was thinking about. Is one, I'm gonna take the the sound of pet sounds quite literally and uh, do a song called uh, "I Don't Want to Be Touched" by Meredith Bull. Click. Trying right 
So the idea behind the song is like this this uh, musician, like she takes TikToks basically, and it's like this is a TikTok of like a cat going like, Aah! like because like when a, like an owner's like trying to touch the cat and stuff like that, and he's like kind of like yelling, and the cat's yelling, and then she sampled that and like made that the core of the beat. Um, so that's like really fun. It's like a cute song about just like, yeah, don't touch me. Like, <laughs> um, and then, um, finally, then also like, um, I want to do a song, uh, from Danny Brown's atrocity exhibition. Uh, very, he's a guy who's like, he, um, he kind of models his albums off of Radiohead albums more so than rap albums, you know, kind of like the weird production style and like mm-hmm. experimentation and stuff like that. So he's like, he's a big weirdo. Uh, I love it though. I, I think it's really awesome. And uh, the pit, the song I'll put on there is uh, "Ain't It Funny." Ha- Ain't it funny? Click. Um. So this song's really weird. I just like the. The, the 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 basis of the beat is it's like this really weird and like kind of like a weird like tv static sound and stuff mm-hmm. like that and like this unconventional like tempo and stuff like that he goes so fast and he's like kind of just like talking about his mental health health and how it's like deteriorating and how like no one takes him seriously and stuff like that um so yeah it's like really sad it's it's a really really cool experiment experiment experimental production but also like um, kind of like uh, it's like the center of it's like this mind deteriorating kind of like Brian Wilson like is like having maybe mm-hmm. maybe that's a rude way to put it but like you know his like he, he his mental health is like kind of sh- struggling yeah in that album so yeah. yeah that's my pick those are my picks yeah we should do a Danny Brown episode sometime because Danny Brown is wild and really cool he's a cool guy yeah he's a cool guy, um, cool guy. I'm glad he's doing better I'm glad he's like doing generally better mm. with himself lately so yeah uh what what about you What's, i messed what you i messed up the name of my song also it's bunny is a rider not bunny is a driver so oh sorry, that's a big y'all. difference there oh. i know you're, you're too, too big correct. you're too busy thinking about like lola bunny and her uh, t- <laughs> <laughs> lola bunny is tiny gazongas <laughs> her new tiny gazongas uh, reverse uh, dolly Parton. travesty Zendaya is Lola, by the way. Um, so, <laughs> no Zendaya longer is Lola. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, my song this week. What better? What better episode to put my favorite song of all time on than this one? Uh, so I'm gonna do uh, "This Must Be the Place" by Talking Heads. Click. Uh, this is like just sucks. sucks. Oh, hey man. <laughs> hey man. Low lights are Sean's picks. Andrew, go ahead and start. <laughs> Low light is anything Sean has to say. <laughs> That's enough. <laughs> yeah, I was I was very I was like I was like I don't know if you feel this is a podcast. I was like shaking my fist and frowning the entire time. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> I, it was really tough for me to, to power through it during this. Yeah. So. I think I deserve Please a lot shot. of recognition. Actually, I, I edited it. Uh, we edited it out all the whiplash like rants <laughs> I did at you. <laughs> yeah, no one's. He Andrew threw a symbol out his window, 
and it came through my window and hit me in the head. You guys didn't see that, but that's right. That's right. Yeah, it really it hurt. Very funny. Uh, <laughs> oh, I mean, it hurts. Yes, yeah. Sean. Truly, I want to hear why you like this song <laughs> and not do this. Um, I think it's a incredibly sweet love song. I think like it has one of my favorite lines of all time. Um, when you're standing here beside me, I love the passage of time, and I think that's like, oh, that's so, so sweet. sweet. And uh, and I think David Byrne was like, yeah, this is the most like straightforward love song I've ever written but like I think it's just such a beautiful perfect song I think the I I think it's it's very upbeat and I think it really captures what love feels like and yeah he's very funny in uh John Mulaney's uh special like his kids special um the sack lunch bunch um is he David oh he Burns is in that very funny yeah. yeah he's like he has like two songs like basically um he has a song and a skit with the skits very funny too. Um, but yeah, like um, let's go. Yeah. So that was it. Uh, that was great. And uh, we finally talked about it. Um, this is, this is a, this is a great episode. I think. Oh yeah. This was good. Uh, yeah. yeah. God, I have great yeah. picks. <laughs> <laughs> Who could have done it? But Sean. Yeah. Uh, so um, <laughs> great. So now we'll uh, conclude the episode with a uh, closing sentiment from Sean. But before we do that, uh, you can follow us at IBMTLTT on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can follow uh, me at Andrew A. Lee on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow um, Michael at Lemon Taco on Instagram and Twitter. And you can follow Sean at T1 underscore Sean on uh, Instagram and Diabetic Twink on Twitter. I do have to say and it is on Instagram at T1 underscore Sean 599. Oh, shoot. My bad. <laughs> it's oh, it'll, yeah. it'll come T1 up. underscore Sean 599. Um <laughs> You, you have to like spell out the word underscore, by the way. Yes. So don't, don't do that. It's, and that five, and um, nine, and nine. The Instagram made an exception for you where like your name can be that long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, uh-huh. uh, uh, so uh, great. So um, now we'll have a closing sentiment from the one, the only, Sean Wilkinson. That's me. Um, don't talk. Put your headphones on your ears and head and listen to... I've been meaning to listen to that. Wow. <laughs> wow. We did it, Joe. We, we did, did it. it. Joe, indeed. Uh, oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> Goodbye.